Are you new to leadership or have you been a leader for some time now? Well, whether you just got started or whether you're a seasoned pro, I think the next few minutes would be a good investment of your time. This is Dr. Tim Waters. Though my studies and degrees are all in the area of music, my observations and experiences as a music pastor and music professor over the years have taught me a lot about leadership. So I'd like to spend the next few minutes focusing on how to start well on your ministry leadership journey. In this kickoff session, I'm calling this segment, I Wish There Had Been a Manual. And I say that because I really do wish there had been some kind of book to get me started in leadership. But let's come back to that. First, I'd like to share my background with you. From the age of 16, I was constantly being put into leadership roles, mostly in and around the world of music. Most of these roles I was unprepared for, so not only was it on-the-job training, but some of the lessons learned were painful for me. And sometimes it was painful for those I was leading. I've always learned lots along the way, but it was the 10 years I spent serving in the music scenes of two churches that I learned what I call life lessons for leaders. And one of my favorite things to do is to share these lessons so that new leaders don't have to make the same mistakes that I made. Now, this insight doesn't make me an expert. In fact, I'm still learning every day. But I can at least help others avoid making the same mistakes I've made. Now, not only would a leadership manual have helped me back then, but it would have also been nice to have had a mentor to help me get started in leadership. Oh, sure, I had helpful friends who gave me great insights along the way, but a mentor is so much more. A mentor is that person who comes alongside you and shows you the ropes, helps you avoid certain mistakes, and a mentor helps you know about things you otherwise don't hear early on as a leader. And a mentor can help explain the unspoken rules and other dynamics within the culture where you find yourself serving. You know it's always helpful to learn from others, not repeating unnecessary mistakes. And I'm thankful for those who spoke into my life personally and from a distance but it was in working with groups of students that I began to see recurring patterns of leadership. In fact, I've observed that there are at least four levels of leadership. Understanding where you are in these four levels can make a huge difference. The good news is that even though I didn't get all the mentoring I needed early on in my leadership, I can still turn around and offer my help to those who are new at this leadership thing. What I hope to do in these sessions is to share some of my modest insights. I don't claim to be any kind of expert, but I do claim to have learned some lessons the hard way. And the least I can do is help someone avoid my mistakes. Okay, so what is it I can share with the new leader? Well, to start with, I want to share what I call those four levels of leadership. Now, some might say there are more levels or fewer levels, but rest assured, wherever there is a leader being trained, these four levels are operating. Now, each level leads to the next level, depending on how you're handling the level where you find yourself right now. I'll get into each level in more detail in the next few sessions, but for now, here's a quick rundown of how it works. Now, I call level one personal success. Some might call it personal leadership, and others might even call it personal victory. Whatever you'd like to call it, it's not about being perfect or having arrived, but it's about first leading yourself well. This level may involve some minor adjustments for you, or it may mean having to take a long, hard look at where you help yourself and where you hurt yourself. But if you want to lead in life, this level can't be skipped. Now, level two is what I like to call team asset. This level is about more than just joining a team. It's about becoming a person who adds value to that team. I call the third level team leadership. Anybody can simply give orders and boss others around. But Christian leaders are called to serve the people they lead so that things get better for the team and everyone on it. I call level four multiplication. Once I can be trusted with leading a single team, then over time I'll get the chance to raise up other teams and leaders of teams. 
So there you have a quick picture of the four levels of leadership. If you want to dig in deeper, then check out the next four podcasts. Each one is going to be dedicated to one of these four levels. And if you want to keep up with some handy worksheets as you listen, you can find those, and they're free to download at this site, www.drtw.net slash new leader. Again, that's drtw.net slash new leader. Now, whether you hear more of my podcasts or not, I encourage you to read all the books and scriptures you can on the subject of leadership. And whatever you do, don't let my voice be the only one. And as you move forward as a leader, take the time to pray. All the wisdom that people and books can offer you will only have a limited amount of success for you if you don't seek God's direction as to how and when to use it. Again, this is Tim Waters. Thanks for taking the time to hear my thoughts, and my prayer for you is that you continue to become every bit the leader God intends for you to be.